Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soul Fire production. In this episode, we talk all about being a people pleaser. And funny enough, when you say that word, it's supposed to make people think that you're kind and helpful. And shouldn't that be a good thing? Well, I'm here today to tell you why it's not and how we can still be kind and helpful, but living life on our own terms because we can learn how to balance our desire to make others happy without sacrificing our own. And that's a pretty great idea, right? And don't forget the extra Love Army doors are open for any new members. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to join us, find out more about what we do in this incredibly special community, or send me a DM. If you know me, I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you'd subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. Today's episode, I want to talk about something that's been my way of life forever. It's how my blood runs. It's something I've desperately been working on for the past decade and a badge I'm trying to run from big time. Drum roll, please. Being a people pleaser. Now, that term seems a bit generic these days. I, I hear it sort of bantered around often, but The more intentional that I got through the years of investigating this behavior and the harmful effect it had on me and the people I love, the more I woke up and started to take, I think, real accountability for this habit that I've really had forever that, again, I used to identify with as something good, but I kind of don't think it is. And, you know, these episodes are never, ever, and I mean ever, supposed to make us feel bad about ourselves, but my hope is it may shed some light be a gentle whisper of reflection that you may have needed today when you take a listen to this possibly to work on overcoming being a people pleaser. So let's start here. Let's identify if you're actually one or not. I don't know if it's that black and white, but you get my, you get my gist here. Because most of us that are hardcore know that we are, and we kind of joke about it, I think. But it's always meant with the best intent. So play along with me here. I have five neon flashing signs that you may be a people pleaser. And for sure, there are way more than five, but I think this is kind of a good start. So number one, do you often drop what you're doing to help another person, even if it means sacrificing something important to you? Hmm. I mean, yeah. Number two, when you think about how others feel about you or when they describe you, is the word nice part of the identity that you crave? Does it feel important to you to be labeled this way? And I'm sitting here, you guys, and answering this in my head, and I've always wanted people to think I was nice. Ugh, I mean, sigh. And we'll talk about why that's not so awesome, but it's just something that I always was important to me. Again, I've done some a lot of work to figure out why that's so important to me. Number three, when you think that someone's upset with you, do you sort of overcompensate and begin to people please like on crack where you compliment them or you try harder for their approval? It's like you're seeking out more. Number four, are you sort of the town mayor of mediating with people? Do Do people seem to come to you to make things better or to make it go away or to make it nice for everyone? 
And then you say, no, 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 it's fine. It's totally okay, even when it's not. Again, all of these things, I think I'm talking about myself here. And how about forgiveness? This is number five. Do you go to great lengths to avoid an issue so that you forgive super easy? Even when it means that you're possibly in a toxic relationship or a pattern, you kind of tell people it's okay and you comfort them after they've hurt you, even though it really isn't. You know, there are seven bajillion signs that I know that I've walked through when I'm trying to figure out if I can categorize myself as this people pleaser only because I want to get better at not being one. And some of these things are, you know, I I do have a hard time saying no. I'm getting so much better about that. But I feel guilty when I do. I'm worried that that person's going to think that I'm mean or selfish. Um, that would end up where I would do things that I actually don't want to do or I agree to them. And it's probably because I want them to either like me or think that I'm really nice. So if I do that, I'll get their approval. Um, under this category will always fall that you're telling people that you're sorry. Now, my entire platform for being is about unapologetic confidence. But as I always say, I am human with a heartbeat. And I know I do this. I still do this. Sometimes also, it's about taking blame for something when it's not your fault. And ultimately, you know, you neglect yourself and your own needs to do things for others. Now, here's the good news. We have permission to change, right? Period. And I would say that I really have spent so much of my life wanting to make things happy, wanting to make other people feel good. But the problem with that is that it really has come at the expense of my own happiness, meaning I would say yes to be in an environment that might not be so great for me, but I knew it was great for my friend, so I went anyways. Or maybe I would say that I, sure, I can host that when I knew full well that that was going to cause me an immense amount of stress, either financially or with the time frame I had. And it all goes back to the intent is really good. But what ends up happening is there gets to be a bubbling point where I'm not happy anymore. And then I kind of blow in the sense of that I don't want to do anything for any anyone. And the reality is that I want you to also think is most of the time, people probably didn't even ask you to do the things you're doing, but you're doing them because you want to be nice. But here's the good news. We have permission to change, as I just said. So period. There are a few things that I think we can try on if you have found yourself in this lifelong relationship with people pleasing and you want to break up with it. And here's some ideas. I say take one, don't take 10. <laughs> Life is hard enough, so let's just kind of go easy. But here's a few things I think that will help as you step into this. And I know I intentionally try to do this every day in all my interactions, truly. And I'd say the first thing is really trying your voice on. And it's almost like you take a beat and you unravel a current mode about asserting yourself when you normally wouldn't because breaking this habit is really hard. It's like we know the moment we should say no to something and we don't. But this time, try it. And it will also train others around you that you do have limits and boundaries. You know, it could also just be something as maybe it's not yes or no, but as simple as sharing your own point of view which you may not that often in a certain space. So it's really just about trying your voice on in a different way because you're sort of not in the position to just please others, whether or not just in agreement or by not speaking out. I mean, I'm not asking that you come out guns blazing and start to like cause a ruckus everywhere you go, but maybe if you can sort of baby step your way into trying your voice on in that way, it'll become a little bit easier to actually say no or go the other way. Now, the second one here is a no-brainer here, but it's always about boundaries. 
you know, what are your limits and are you willing to take some of them back? And just how far can someone go before you say, hey, hold up, this doesn't work for me. I love the statement about we treat people how to treat us. Because sometimes if you look around and you think, well, gosh, so-and-so is not being treated that way. Well, we probably taught some people in our lives that we're okay with the way that they treat us, so they do. So I want to take some of that power back where we might have lost it. So everything from when you may be available to talk to scheduling a coffee versus a dinner. And it's your life. It's your time. So don't give it away. And I know this sounds silly, but even if I were to call for a dentist appointment, I want to make sure that I'm picking the most convenient time for the dentist. Now, how silly does that sound? I forget that I can do things on my own terms for me and what's best for me. Now, again, that's not selfish, but I I just, I have to retrain my brain that it's okay to take back some of that space about what works for me. And number three, it kind of leads me to who gets you. And by gets you, I mean, who gets you as their person? Because we don't want to drop everything for everyone, right? I mean, there are people in your life, of course you're going to do that, and you should. But take stock and audit who deserves that kind of attention and devotion from you. And do they give it back to you? We all know that person on the phone that calls us and does a dump of their entire lives, doesn't even ask how we're doing, and then kind of goes about their day. Now, we've probably allowed for that. Or maybe that's the relationship we don't mind having with that person. As long as you are fully aware that this is how you want to operate, it's the relationship that you want to be in, and you feel that you are doing things that serve your best self, then great. But you kind of know when you're not, right? And the fourth area is about retraining your brain to sort of stop and assess the ask. Maybe sit on your hands and just breathe for a moment before saying yes. And sure, I'll help with everything because that's me, right? I want, because I, I really do. I want to help and I want to do all the things, but I, I will stop now. And instead of me feeling so bad about it, I'm going to be okay that someone might think differently of me if I'm not able to do that. Because here's the thing, I'm not living my life to be defined by them anyways. And if I know that they might think of me differently, if I can't volunteer to bring some meal train or I can't do something somebody's wanted me to ask, I'm hoping that they already think I'm a good human and that I don't need to prove it to them with every ask. So I hope it doesn't strip me of my nice card, but that takes a while to practice, right? Because you want to remind yourself it's a two-way street here and just to help when you want to help. Because usually that's what people pleasing is about, right? You do want to help and you want to be thought of as nice. But don't enter into it wanting something secretly in return. That's a dangerous territory to play in. So truly ask yourself what your motivations and intentions are. And don't do things only because you wonder what someone else might think of you or because you have to. I hope that some of these things resonated. And by the end of this episode, that we're kind of aware of some of these things that we're doing. And we can change or revise one pattern to get a little closer to releasing this nice handcuff and label that I know I so desperately chased for years because being nice will never equal sacrificing yourself for someone else. Being nice will never equal sacrificing yourself for someone else. And if that's what someone you care about thinks being nice is, well then listen to a previous episode of mine about protecting your energy with the people you surround yourself with. 
With that, as always, I am so grateful to share this space with you. Thank you for being here, generously listening and sharing your love so often, far and wide. I love you, Extra Love Army. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 